choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony, I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to 100, nigga, real quick. Yo, <clears throat> yo, 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 I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Um, This is Thanks to Asking Kel's Podcast, episode 330. So I was gonna do this later, I was gonna run my errands first like I usually do, but, um, I don't know, I just had a little feeling that if I did that, I probably, you probably weren't gonna get recorded today, because I have some stuff that I need to do also later, so I just thought I would knock this out now, plus I actually feel like talking right now, cause I got some things to say, um, I'm getting a usual disclaimer that I don't know how long this is going to be, but to be honest, this might be a little long, because I had a whole bunch of topics, and I actually did, I just, um, the ones I started with, I kind of trimmed down a little bit, because I decided that I ain't really give a fuck about some of them, um, so, we'll see, so anyway, let's get started, yours and negatives is going out to Philadelphia sports teams, the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles, the up 2-1 to one on Atlanta Braves um, for the chance to go to the National League Championship Series Philadelphia Phillies and apparently we have a soccer team I ain't even gonna sit on here and act like I know a fucking thing about soccer, I don't, we got a soccer team and they, I, they won something, I don't know what but they excited about that, so congratulations to them too, and I just wanna add on look, we got a um, game coming up with the Cowboys tomorrow at home, and I'm not gonna say nothing about the game, because look, I'm realistic about the Eagles, I think we're really good, I'm actually surprised though, that we're still undefeated I think we're really good, but I, I you know, I, I'm just that we not, have not lost yet, is, is uh, you know, I thought we would at least have one you know, one loss by now um, we, lost, we won the game last week by a missed kick Look, if you're a Philadelphia fan, if you're an Eagles fan, um, I, you know, I think we remember in 2017, that Giants game, when we made that 61-yard field goal, and everybody just kind of felt like there was, like, some kind of magic from that point on, and we ended up winning the Super Bowl. I'm just saying that game the other night where that kick went wide, I, I feel, I felt kind of the same feeling. Um, that, that field goal would have tied it up. It, it ended up going, going wide, and we won the game. Um... We have the Cowboys at home tomorrow. I believe we're going to win that game. Um, but what I want to say is, you know, regardless, I've told you, I think I told you before, I think we probably go 12-5. and five. And, or something like that, right? Or is it 12-4? and four? How many games in it? 12 wins. I can't ever, they keep changing. I can't remember how many games. I think we're going to get 12 wins. So, I, th- I think 12-5, and five, I think that's right. I don't know. But, um, shit, but now, I don't know, we might do a little better, because when I said 12-5, and five, I thought we would have had a loss by now, so, maybe we do a little better, I don't know. But, um, you know, I, like, look, I'm not jumping out the window, we going to the Super Bowl, but I, I'm just want to comment that, you know, hey, look, the NFC, except for the Commanders, the, the, the AFC East, you know, everybody, I think the Giants are 4-1, and one, the Cowboys are 4-1, and one, we're 5-0, and oh. it's a tight division. Um, I saw the Giants play, look, this is all I'll say, we all good, but I have not, I've seen, I've seen both teams play, and for all, for the, you know, for all these Eagles to be the underdog, and we got, and, and Jalen Hurts got to get past the Cowboys to prove himself, I'm sorry, 
maybe I missed something, but who went to the playoffs last week after starting um with uh like I think what what the Eagles start last last year they they were not good they were I I was calling them trash I think they was like three and five we started out very bad and I said earlier that you know I think people didn't give Nick Sirianni enough credit for turning us around and went to the playoffs. Now, we didn't get far in the playoffs that year, but seeing as how our season started, we did go to the playoffs. So, Jalen, y'all correct me if I'm wrong. Please do. Out of the uh, NFC East teams, I, fe- I know Washington went to the playoffs the year before last they lost. Was Carson they? No, Carson was not their quarterback then because he just got there. So, out of the current starting quarterbacks on any of these teams, I, y'all correct me if I'm wrong. But I believe Jalen Hurts is the only one with playoff experience. So, I'm, you know, excuse me if I think niggas is a little fucking smoking crack. Talking about he got to prove, he got to get past the Cowboys to prove himself. The nigga done went to the playoffs already and is 5-0 and with leading the division. Y'all motherfuckers ain't been to the playoffs and I can't even remember. So, excuse me if I'm a little confused by that statement. I don't know what make y'all the fucking, the team sitting in second behind us. Granted, we do need to beat y'all and get past y'all to, you know, to, to, to be in the elite elite, granted. But acting like we ain't legit unless we get past y'all, I, what's, what's so legit about y'all? I understand y'all got a backup quarterback, but shit, we won a Super Bowl with a backup quarterback. Like, okay, like, I mean, who y'all who y'all beat? Y'all beat the, uh, the Green Bay, that's that's cool, that's, you know, we beat the Lions, and we beat, uh, Arizona, neither one of them was like, great, great, but they ain't no scrubs, and we beat Jacksonville, which is a good team, so, I mean, you know, ain't nobody beat, like, Tom and, and, and the fucking, um, Tampa Bay yet, and, I mean, well, you know, not, not the new time need to go home and take care of his children, but I'm just saying, y'all know what I'm saying, ain't none of us really hit, it ain't really sorted out who, who's gonna be the, the most elite in the NFC, but as exp- ex- stands right now, it's the fucking Philadelphia Eagles who are undefeated, so put some respect in our motherfucking name, okay, I don't think y'all coming into our stadium and gonna beat us on Sunday night, that's all I'm saying, and and for real, for real, the Eagles, as y'all know, we usually split this, this the game, we usually beat them once, they usually beat us once, that's usually how it goes, the only team we usually really beat, beat like that is the Giants, and we usually beat them every time we play them, it just is what it is, um, yeah, but, like, that's all I had to say, you know, I, hey, look, whether, regardless of what happens, um, we either gonna be 6-0, and or, or, or everybody gonna be 5-1, and so all this talk about, you know, I mean, they just talking about us, like, we, like, we got something to prove, we the only undefeated team, not in the division, in the fucking league, so, fuck everybody, and Jalen Hurts, look, y'all know I'm an Eagles critic, I was saying just last season, I didn't know if he was gonna be the one, but the man went out, from what I've been reading and hearing, went out to the um, West Coast and like, get, did all this like quarterback training with like, I forgot who um, is slipping my mind right now, but changed his whole style, and I'm gonna tell you something, the man, you know, I don't, I'm not gonna lie, I don't watch a lot of Lamar Jackson games, I see the highlights, and he's like spectacular, I remember they went to the playoffs, and I was kind of confused about how they had so many wins, because they seemed to have contained him, but the one thing that I did notice, and, and is the knock on running quarterbacks, is if you can teams that rely on running quarterbacks, if you can stop the quarterback from running, you can pretty much beat them. Problem with Jalen Hurts is, Jalen Hurts has developed a passing game. So, 
you can't just contain, he can stand in the pocket and throw the ball, and I say that having watched every Eagles game this season and been surprised by how much he's improved, matter of fact, the game against that we just uh, won by the field goal wouldn't have been that close, only reason it was Jalen threw Devonta Smith a perfectly thrown ball, and he just dropped it, that would have went in for a touchdown and he just dropped it, so we ended up, um I can't remember if we kicked the field goal or whatever, but we didn't score. So that's why I came down to the field goal. But the, he puts the – even Terry Bradshaw been, been saying, hey, it's very hard to change your habits, and I know whatever work he did, it worked because his, his throwing game is totally different. So any team to think, oh, we just going to control Jalen in the run, y'all going to be in it for a surprise, number one. Number two, Jalen ain't the only run threat we got. Only, you know – only thing, only issue I see with us right now, we only five games in, it's about to be our sixth game, I just don't, it seems like every week we pick one receiver either we focus on Brown or we focus on Devonta, we don't never get them both going, and I'm like if we ever get them both going we gonna be blowing teams the fuck out because Brown don't drop nothing Devonta drops passes sometimes, but then they fucking tap a toe like a motherfucker, he drags a toe like a motherfucker, but I'm like if we ever get that going, we're going to be blowing teams the fuck out. Like, last last week, I, I, can't, I can't remember. I'm trying to think of one pass with the Browns. I'm sure it did, but I can't recall. Seemed like all the passes was going to Devonta. So, I'm like, if we ever get that straight, and then Jim Gannon, ugh, Gannon with this fucking... Oh, he killing me with this fucking screen defense. Like, bro, that game should not have been that close. They was running up and down the field on it. They wasn't scoring, but they was running um, touchdowns. They was running up and down the field on us because they were taking what you was giving them with them fucking soft-ass screen, which was the whole fucking field. Dog, the games where we blow niggas out, we blitzing. We blitzing. He, he, what happens is I've seen it, the other team will be aggressive, then the other team scores, then he goes into the prevents, don't lose the game defense, fuck that, keep the pressure on, cause we're gonna score, so, you, you know what I mean, you trying to fucking maintain a 14 point lead, fuck that, keep going, keep throwing the ball, alright, anyway, I, I ain't mean to talk on that too long, but y'all not gonna be disrespectful, I, I don't understand how we undefeated, sitting at the goddamn best in the, in the league, and motherfuckers acting like, we got something to prove, fucking suck my dick, alright, um, heh, where I wanna go to next, <laughs> um, okay, oh, and congratulations, I said that, congratulations for Phillies too, alright, and shout out to House of Dragon, it's been really good, and um, uh, what's the other show, I had two more shows I wanted to recommend to y'all real quick, um, oh, The Mole on Netflix is good, um, and what else am I watching? Oh, I watched, um, or watching The Luckiest Girl Alive on Netflix. That I'm, I'm halfway through it, but it's really good. I usually wait till I watch everything and make sure it ain't gonna be goofy, but it's, it's good. And, um, I, I watched something else that I feel like I need to tell y'all about. Yeah, anyway. I already told y'all about Interview with the Vampire. Can't recommend that enough. Really, really good. Okay, so, sorry. Let's get started. Where do I want to start? So, the January 6th commission is back. I didn't watch it, because at this point I'm fed the fuck up, because I just, like, listen, I have been trying, y'all, if y'all listen to this, y'all know my past as an intel analyst, now, intel analyst is not the same thing as, like, you know, uh, attorney general and all that shit, and I'm not 
no fancy criminal attorney. I'm not no fancy a uh, you know assistant district attorney, none of that. But I, I feel like I know a little bit about a l- little bit, and I think that anybody who remembers, you know, the prosecution of the mob and how they started taking them down and, and how that works, I just I don't. I've said this before. I just don't understand. It's it's moving incredibly slow. I feel like at this point you should already have indictments. You should. Trump has done so many things that we know that he's done going all the way back to 2016. We're not even just talking about January 6th that could that there, there's clear evidence for, there's clear witnesses for and nothing was done. Robert Mueller did that whole investigation and intentionally did not investigate Trump. People keep telling me more important lawyers than me, more smarter lawyers than me, more, you know, criminal experts than me keep telling me he's being methodical and I'm like, "Okay, I, I don't see it, Be the reason listen, I feel like people get caught up in media hype people get caught up in, in talking points and just repeating things and getting like I've been saying since 2016 getting caught up in trends even though nothing that has occurred since then has followed any historical trend and I'm sorry, there's methodical and there's dragging your feet and like the great Maya Angelou said when you when somebody tells you who they are believe them, okay Merrick Garland was supposed to sit on the Supreme Court he was blocked his number and, and he was not even he was not even seriously pros, it, it was some Obama bullshit that a lot of what Obama did a lot was like, oh let me just nominate this guy that I know is not going to get through just so I can prove how unreasonable they, they are and no other purpose and nothing got done and now look look how the Supreme Court looks okay, so that's the first thing second thing, you know Joe Biden gets elected and I guess feeling like they fulfilling a the promise, they you know make him the Attorney General, I would have preferred you would just go ahead and set his ass on the court because that's where he belongs, or on somebody's appeals court, he just, to me, listen, when people tell you who they are, believe them, and how many times have we read, see him say, read articles where people say he say that he doesn't want the prosecution to turn into something political, that's a ridiculous statement, crime is crime, if the crime is being committed by one party or one person or one faction that's just is what it is, if somebody wants to call it political, they can call it political all they want to, but the fact is the fact, these are the people over here committing the crimes, and you cannot prosecute, you cannot not prosecute them, because you're afraid that somebody will say, well you're only prosecuting them for this, they either broke the crime, they either did the shit or they didn't, and we all saw them do it the man is dragging his feet, he does not want to prosecute, and that's why, and I don't care what y'all say about this being methodical, I, I understand that, I understand how, the, and like I said, I was on the team, I was off and in law school by the time, actually out of law school, by the time they actually found Osama Bin Laden, but my work, the work that I did when I was on that team, contributed to them finding that motherfucker, and I can tell you in very specific ways, would it be breaking my clearance, but just just know, the place that they ultimately found Osama Bin Laden at, myself, and a whole bunch of other uh, intel analysts that I worked with, that was our, that was our report, that that's probably not that, that specific, that place or a place similar to that is where he would be found so, I know a little bit about a little bit, okay and, um I just, I don't see methodical because I understand methodical, I understand things take time, but the reason why I don't 
I just not buying the bullshit that he's really got this ultimate plan is because there is if if that were the case, there is already enough right now to at least indict on something. What really struck my attention is when they were first rounding up, this is back still January, February, when they were rounding up them dumbasses that ran up to the Capitol, and they were taking them to the court, and they, I read an article in the Washington Post that said that judges that were prosecuting the cases at, were several ex- express concern to the government that they were not bringing the best cases that, that the judges the judges were like the, you are giving you are undercharging these people you are giving these people slaps on the wrist you can charge them with this 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 and that and then I had a person who's they were like yeah but you can't prove it I like I understand that you might not be able to prove everything but I from what I understand and every and y'all know I'm in the true crime everything that I've ever seen about and heard any kind of DA really say is they say, you charge them with everything that you can possibly charge them for, for that reason that you might not be able to prove it all, but you'll prove something if you only charge them with the minimum that you can prove, then they gonna get away with all that, and that's what happened with, um, what is it uh, uh, what was it the, 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 um Fuck, I forgot, there was some case where that happened, where, you know, they didn't get this charge, they didn't get that charge, but they got some other charge, right? And my thing is, these judges were saying, they were like, listen, these people can be charged, so my thing is, if you're not charging the lower level people, here's, here's what I'm trying to say. It is usually, in my experience, and again, I'm not, I do intel, I never investigate the, well, not the American Mafia, I have investigated what, what you all, we call them terror cells, but what you all it, it practically would be uh, organized crime like if, I mean that's what it is one or more individuals who are in agreement for a common purpose to commit crimes that's what organized crime is, that's what the Taliban was, that's what uh, you know, ICE, all of that shit was I mean, if, if we were to take it out of the terror context and put it into, you know regular crimes here it would be organized crime, right, the mafia, whatever, um, and the thing that, that, to me, in my opinion, separates good work in that area, or good investigation, or good investigators in that area, is to understand how crime works, and one of the big um, criticisms of the FBI, and it has been a criticism for a good, like I say, like the good past 20, 25, ever since the 90s, actually, one of the main criticisms of the FBI is, is not, and, and the CIA, but more so the FBI, is that they are not diverse enough. They, they, they have all these square, middle America, religious, white men, and that is why they are not able to, um, and I'm not talking about like Trump's, I'm just talking about generally, it's not diverse. And that is why a lot of, they're not able to be as effective as the FBI used to be. And this has been a critique of them for a long time. And the reason they say that is they're, they're like, if you are trying to catch mafia people, if you are trying to catch drug dealers, if you try, whoever you're trying to catch, 
you have to have some common sense and some street sense and you have to have some knowledge of the culture and how crime works to be able to be good at that you can't be some square ass from fucking Kansas who's some super religious dude who still drink milk with their dinner who square as a motherfucker trying to catch motherfuckers that's running drug um uh, uh, cartels in big cities because you're not gonna understand you have to understand the 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 you know like the the people, the guys who go undercover, they they understand how that shit, you have to be able to blend, you have to know how to think, you have to know what's important and what's not, and in my experience, the people, and in the, if, and in the experience of history, if you go back and you look at great scandals, you look at great crime, you look at, um, yeah, like scandals and corruptions that have been unraveled, it's not usually unraveled by they catch the guy at the top, you know, at the very time, they catch Don, uh, uh, fucking John Gotti, you know, standing over the body with the smoking gun, that's not how it works, how it works is, it's usually the lower level people, people who you don't think are important, people who might not be necessarily in the sea room, but maybe they're the driver, or maybe they're the housekeeper, or maybe they're the lawn guy, or maybe they're just like, I don't know, the accountant, or, 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 you know, the guy who brings the supply, whatever, those people sometimes, a lot of times, they have the information that you, that, that leads, that provides keys or leads you, for instance, I'll give you a perfect example, the guy that ended up getting to Osama Bin Laden was the cousin of the, um, so they they got to Osama Bin Laden by, they got up on the phone of his, like, uh, mullah, his, his, in American version, his like spiritual advisor, right, they got up on his phone and they knew that eventually that that, that guy would lead them to his home, but let's say they got him, but the, the way they got up on that phone is because prior to that, there had been almost 10 years of work getting little people here and there to try to figure out who that guy was, who would have that number, and it turned out, the, the way they got that number is through the cousin of a, the sister of one of the guy, one of the uh, women that I don't know how to explain it out there. I guess Courtney, you know, they do shit different out there. But one of the one of the women that the guy um, used to court, basically, it was her cousin. So my point in all of that is when you you can't. They keep saying, everybody keeps saying that it's taking long because, oh, well, you can't necessarily tie Trump to this. And you can't necessarily tie Trump to that. I I believe that. I believe that maybe you can't. But the reason why you can't is because you guys are not doing anything. You're not pulling this guy. There's all these people that are going to Congress should have been subpoenaed already because those are the guys that have the information. They, the, the guys who might pick up his lawn could be the reason why is because people like that, when they're doing this kind of shit, they're worried about the FBI. They're worried about snitches. They're worried about, uh, you, are you taping us? Are you recording us? They don't They're not thinking that the, the, the housekeeper, they do things around the housekeeper because they're not worried about the housekeeper because they think the housekeeper, that's not the FBI, that's not the police, I, I can leave these classified documents on the floor because the housekeeper, she don't know, this is just some more paperwork, it's the housekeeper that you bring in and say, hey, 
when did those documents get there? Well, they were there. They weren't there. Were they there in August? No, they weren't there in August. Okay, so they were there in September. Yeah. So he had them. So he took like. St- that's how you find little bits of information that leads you to the bigger information that uh, leads you to this guy. Oh, this is the guy. Oh, so what day did he come? And after he left, okay, so then you go get that guy and you keep rolling people up and you keep bringing different people in and you never know which bit of that information is going to lead to the, and that's why I say that I don't believe that he's being strategic at all because if that was the case, we would have see all these people that are going to Congress none of them have been subpoenaed none of them have been brought into a deposition and we hear what they tell in Congress they're telling Congress evidence that can be used, we don't hear no subpoenas we don't hear no, that's all, people keep saying he's being strategic, how? Even the Proud Boys do. He, they sentence him to jail. They're like, oh, well, the Proud Boy wasn't talking to Trump. No, he wasn't, but we know that they were being directed by somebody. So who was directing them? Trump, I mean, Pence on the day. We know several people have said that the plan was to kidnap Pence. The Secret Service going to take him away. Okay, Pence didn't. Even Pence knew it. That's why he didn't get in the car. So I'm like, okay, you know that's the plan. And you know Secret Service is likely compromised. Duh. I said that the day it happened. Nothing like this happens without Capitol Police, Secret Service, and somebody else being involved. It just doesn't happen. It just does not happen. What? What? have they questioned anybody? You let Secret Service tell you text messages have been deleted. I worked at the, I, I was stationed at NSA for five years in Marine Corps. No text messages is ever deleted. We they have everything. They got a text message that somebody in the Australian at Outback sent ten years ago at three twenty three in the morning that says hi mom. The NSA can pull that shit and they have it. Okay, you cannot delete it. It's it's there. So you mean to tell me Secret Service tells you, you, you subpoena Secret Service for their tax, good job, you should do that, good job. And you mean to tell me Secret Service tells you, oh, well, we don't, we only giving you this, we don't, we don't happen to have any text from the day of the incident, those, those were, oh, we can't find them, they were accidentally deleted, and you just accept that as an answer? You don't march down an NSA with some warrant for national security, sedition or treason or whatever the fuck it would be, and ask them to send you those, I don't, you ain't, honestly, you ain't even got to go to NSA. I guarantee you them Texas aren't aren't Secret Service Service too because they're required. Certain government agencies can't can't just delete shit. NSA can't just delete shit. That's part of the government public record. It's all kind of laws on that shit. You can't delete. You can't just delete shit. It's there. It might not be on their phones, but it's on them servers. You ain't. I haven't heard about a subpoena. They just oh well, they deleted them, so we can't listen. They're not being methodical. He's dragging his feet because he, for him and whoever else, think that it's more harmful to indict and jail this fucking decades-long fucking grifter who is involved with Russian organized crime, Italian organized crime, tax fraud, tax evasion, all all this fucking shit, rape, uh, sexual harassment, sexual assault all this shit, stealing classified documents, which is a crime in of itself, but no, we going through this rigmarole with the special master for what? You don't have to I und- oh, well we need to clap and see what's uh, in there for national security, and you can do that shit on the side, man, the motherfucker not supposed to have that shit, that's a crime in and, in and of itself, that he has SIGINT, which is top secret SCI information in his house, that is illegal, and there is no accident that you do that on, there's no oh, I didn't know that you do that on, there's no oh, well they declassified that you do, no it's not 
that's bullshit, you could charge him with that, I'm not seeing it, I'm not seeing the strategy, I'm not seeing the, the uh, tentacles going out and pulling it, I'm not seeing it, and you don't have, and the thing is, you don't have to get him on everything, any one of these gazillion charges, this nigga goes away for 15, 20 years, that's it, he's fucking, how old is he, 75 fucking years old, you think he's gonna live to 100, his fat ass, on them fucking Diet Cokes and cheeseburgers, I'm surprised he's still alive now, like, that's all, the, all you all you gotta do is lock him up for 10, 15 years, he's done, so, state of New York got the same evidence, and, and they don't have no problem with the indictment, so, listen, y'all believe that shit if y'all want to, I don't think that motherfucker, I think he's dragging his feet, I think he doesn't want to do it, I think he's afraid to do it, I think they are very, being very, very timid, and I don't understand what's the hap- what has to happen for them to fucking indict these people, if them people can go down to Congress and tell them the shit they tell in that Congress, I'm not understanding why they're not being deposed to come down and tell it to you okay, somebody is gonna crack, one of them dumb motherfuckers, and you, you sit, I don't give a fuck if it's the fucking guy that delivered the cheeseburgers, hey motherfucker, you you delivered them cheeseburgers, which way did you go in, you know what, you went in the wrong fucking exit, you only had the fucking badge for that exit, you went in that exit, that's a security violation, we can lock you up for fucking 10 fucking years for breaching the Capitol, you better tell us what you know, that's how you do it, and that motherfucker might not know nothing, but he might, you allowed to lie to suspects, you allowed to bluff suspects to see what they can do, this is some serious shit, this ain't no goddamn tickets, this is some, these motherfuckers really tried a coup, and and I don't understand why everybody is acting like we didn't all see that occur, and acting like this is some kind of fucking hard question, whether or not this, we should fucking prosecute that, like what are you waiting on, they right now gerrymandering the shit, and they're gonna do the shit again, if there's no deterrence, they're gonna keep, and there's already no deterrent, because they already stole the election in 2016, and zero happened from that, and these are the same people, the same people that stole in 16, plotted in 2020, and they're still plotting, Merrick Garland need to be on somebody's appeals court, somebody's, I don't know, arbitration court, he is, he need, he need to go, he is not the one for the turn, I mean, I know Kamala Harris, the vice president, but maybe she can suggest somebody, because he ain't it. I'm telling y'all, it's, it should not, I'm not saying he should be arrested in jail by now, but we should, we should see far more movement on this than we are if this man is truly being strategic like these people claim it's like, if they don't have the perfect case they not gonna bring it, and it's like, yo, that's not same thing with the Manhattan DA you gonna tell me Cyrus Vance, one of the most famous DAs in the whole country, did that meticulous investigation, and, and bought all that evidence and was ready to bring an indictment and then you gonna come in, this new DA that nobody ever heard of, and all of a sudden you saying it's not enough there, uh-uh I'm suspicious of that, I wanna know what lobbying groups was behind to get him elected in the first place, cause that shit is giving bought and sold to me, I'm sorry I'm sorry, you not finna tell me to Cy Vance Cy Vance don't know what he's talking about, and was about to reach for a case, and didn't have evidence for a case and was about to bring a case that couldn't be proven, and wasn't no evidence to prove nah bruh that's, that's suspicious as hell either you too scared, or you compromise, and I really, 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 tinfoil hat, I really think he's compromised, because that mother, he's, he's one of them fucking leftists, 
um, it just, it just gives, listen, these motherfuckers run, these fucking right wing assholes run circus around these dumbass liberals, cause these dumbass liberals don't have no fucking sense, and they, the, the Jill Stein, and the Tulsa, uh, get all this shit, all they, they just, they just plant people in, to, to, to divide and conquer, and it works every time, cause y'all are brainless, and I just think that, I think that, I think that he was, uh, what they was trying to do with Andrew Yang, I think they pulled it off with, um, with this DA, and he's in there purposely to not prosecute Trump, and he's in there purposely to do all this bail reform and let all these motherfuckers out so New York can turn into some trash, so the Republicans can come in and eliminate a blue state, that's what I think maybe I'm bugging, but that's what I think I think it started with Cuomo I think they went at Cuomo because they couldn't get him out legitimately because nobody gave a fuck so they, they paid these fucking girls with this sexual harassment, whatever the fuck and they got him out of the way like that I, I, I'm telling y'all and we gonna see what happened with this election hopefully this chick can win but if a, if a, if a, if a red governor take over this state, then I'm gonna have been right I'm gonna have been right and it's gonna be too bad, but we'll see, I don't think that's gonna happen, I think that's a long shot, but I think that's what the run is, I think that's what the run is, because California New York, we are the keystone states a few other ones, the blue states we have all the population and we have all the people, so if they can turn us red, then America's gone, and liberal like I said, they brainless, they don't they, they can't figure shit out ever and so, it's very close that's all I'm saying um alright, what I want to move on to next um, I'll save that for last, so this story about the um, council member out in LA that, and whoever snuck that tape out, God bless you that um, got caught on tape calling black people monkeys and just being racist, right, I I got, there's two things I I, want to say about it, I'm not going to talk long about it because I feel like to me I, I'm not surprised at all, and I feel like a lot of you people listening are not surprised at all, but I, it's a few things I want to say on this, the first thing I want to say is whoever leaked that tape, kudos to you because you did more for um, I don't know exposing what these motherfuckers be up to, than these fucking uh, media and, and newspapers, who's that's supposed to be their job right, but I was not surprised at all by that because, I've listen look, a few things, I, you know, I have said on here before that when I don't, I don't go up for the, that's, that's, that shit like that, that's exactly why I say I don't go up for this POC shit, when, I don't, I I don't, I, I care about black people, and when I say black people, I mean, but I cannot stand when I'm talking about something, and I say black, you somebody like POC, no, I'm not talking about POCs, I'm not talking about y'all, cause y'all not, y'all not the same, I'm talking about black people, okay, I'm talking about black people, y'all Asians, and y'all Latinos, y'all be on that fucking bullshit, and that's why y'all be in a position that y'all be in, because y'all don't know how to play the game, and y'all are very easily used, and very easy manipulated manipulated, okay I was not surprised by that at all it's a lot of Latinos and Mexicans especially out in, out in LA and other places who, this is, this is what always confuses me about 
And it's really, I'm going to say one more thing. I know it's Asians too. I know there's some Asians like this, especially them Indians and South Asians. We know, we all know that there are some like this, but it's not nearly as many as there are Latinos. These fucking Latinos kill me because it's so, it's so silly. You know, I'm from the Northeast. We have a different Latino up here. It's different. Like these Latinos in the Northeast, New York, Connecticut, we, they're not as, they're not as gullible and they're not as stupid, right? They understand that, yo, racism is racism. These, that's why, you know, I, I so, told y'all before I get irritated with people not from here talking about why y'all let them say nigga. Because th- we all niggas up here, all right? They don't make no allowance for your Latin. Everybody's a nigga. So that's why. Um, but it's funny to me how, how, how POCs will see white people treating other people as if they're, the people that are not white, as if they are inferior, and calling them racial slurs, and cheating them, and doing all the history of the world that white people have done to, to, to non-white people, and see that, and somehow think that it does not apply to them. And think, and, and all a white person gotta do is come over and, and oh, well, we like you better, and they turn into little lap dogs. And so, I, I you know, I would sometimes get into discussions with people, because they'd be like, well, you, black people are racist, we're, we're like, black, cut it out. Black people are not racist. Black people, since the time they have bought us here in the, in the belly of them slave ships, which we did not ask to come, by the time they stole us here and bought us on this land, motherfuckers have been fucking with us, calling us niggas, keeping us down, enslaving us, getting us to do their fucking work for free, we built this whole goddamn country for free, and we the only motherfuckers that still to this day don't get no fucking money or recognition for it, they done tell, they trying to rewrite history books, tell us we as indentured servants now, and the fucking Irish was working next to us and taught us fucking English, all this fucking old dumbass bullshit, okay, we're not racist against nobody, when we came over here, we was like, oh no, this is fucked up, we need to get out of slavery, and we got out of slavery, and then, you know, then we was like, oh no, this is fucked up, we need to get our rights, like, we got rights, and these motherfuckers is just, we done fought every war in this country that never had, from a revolutionary on, and these, and we now we done went over to save the world from Hitler, and, and, and save the Jews from Hitler, and now we back in our own fucking country, and we, and they still want us to sit in the back of the bus, oh no, 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 we not going for that, and then, we got the civil rights law of 1965 passed, which is why anybody who is not white has any rights at all these motherfuckers act like the white people was gonna let them vote and let them have jobs and let them join and you just on GP just cause no nigga, the civil rights in 1965 is opened up immigration and, and allowed all y'all and y'all fucking cousins and shit to come here and, and, and got you rights and, and, and the 14th amendment actually after the civil war which was about slavery, which was fought by black people uh, is why you have the, the protections of the federal government now because of the 14th amendment and these people, they just, and I just don't understand, they act like, you know, they want to call you niggas and slurs, and it's like, bro, we don't have no beef with y'all, we, no, no black person ever in the history went to nobody's Mexican neighborhood first time, and was like, hey, spick, hey, wetback, we don't, we ain't do that, we went over there like, hey, and, and y'all calling us slurs, so we, I'm, cause we not no punks, yeah, we gonna call, we gonna call you every name in the book, cause, hey, you wanna thump, we can thump, we the baddest motherfuckers in this country, like I just said, we the only ones that anybody got any fucking rights, so y'all can fucking buck up all you want to, you know, um, so, 
I hate that. I hate when people like everybody. No, black people, we don't bother nobody. We're not racist against nobody. We just want our rights respected. We want the same opportunity that that is uh, that is in the papers that goes to everybody to go to us. That's all we want. We don't give a fuck. We don't try to keep nobody else out. We don't give a honestly. Everybody in the whole fucking world, all they talk about is black. All they wanted to. We don't give a fuck about none of y'all. About I know this is gonna sound bad, but it's the truth. We don't give a fuck about none of y'all. We don't give a fuck about none of y'all culture, none of y'all food, none of none of that shit. None of what y'all do, whatever music you want to listen to, whatever however you want to do your eyebrows. We don't give a fuck because we don't care about other shit because we are the shit. We are the ones who drive culture in the country and in the world. When you go to other places, you don't hear them doing mariachi and 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 uh, whatever the fuck else y'all do. You don't hear that shit. You hear rap music. You hear soul music. You hear jazz music because the culture of the United States, everything in this in this country has been influenced by black people. We created the blues, we created jazz, we created rock and roll, we created hip-hop, and all this other shit spun country music, spun, we created country, but the country in, in, that you know now with the white people, spun off of our shit, rock and roll, spun off of our shit, every other culture in the country spun off of our shit, so we don't, we don't be concerned with y'all, the way that y'all be concerned with us, and we be trying to hit you the game, and trying to let you know the way you going about it is you're not gonna ever get there, bro, because these motherfuckers don't like you either, they just trying to divide everybody, so you run around calling us niggas and all this shit, and that's for the blacks, you're a fucking fool, because they're never gonna put you in charge, they're never gonna let you have anything, okay, and it doesn't matter how, they, they, it's like they think if they act more white, if they behave more white, if they uh, adopt more white ideals, then they'll be accepted as white, you're never gonna be accepted as white, you're not an immigrant like the Europeans, the Europeans came from Europe, where they all came from, so they came over here as Italians, they came over here, they're white, they're Europeans, yes, they can just act American and be accepted, cause they're white, you're not white, they don't give a fuck how great your diction is, you know how we know that, cause we're black, and we've been here longer than anybody, and we've been educated longer than anybody, and there ain't no such thing as historically Asian colleges, universities, there ain't no such thing as historic Latino colleges, cause y'all didn't, didn't do that shit, we did it, cause we came out of slavery, we understood that education was important, that's the main thing they were trying to keep for us, so we used the reconstruction money, and, and established historically black colleges, universities, okay, so we know these motherfuckers better than anybody, but, you know, so, I was not surprised by it at all, um, but, what I will say is, where I get a little irritated with our, with us, with black people, with us, is, and the reason why I think we spin our wheels and can't really get anywhere is because we don't use our brains. We always want to react out of emotion and, and just, and just, and just, just not keeping our eye on the ball. I don't get this lady calling us niggas and monkeys. Yes, that's vile. And don't get me wrong. Now, if somebody run up on you in the street and calling you nigga, yes, you pop them in their mouth. Pop. That's you doing the public, that's a public service because it's not just about you calling me a nigga, it's about letting you know that I don't give a fuck what Trump just had y'all thinking. You ain't gonna be able to call me, you won't call the next person a nigga, in other words. That's what, that's what fucking punching people in the face is. I was trying to tell y'all last week with Trey Green. It's a social control. 
okay, because people have to understand that it's, if, if people don't understand that there is a consequence for acting out of pocket, then guess what, people just gonna run around acting out of pocket, and look at America right now, okay, so don't mistake what I'm, what I'm about to say for letting people in the street call you niggas and whatever without popping them in their fucking mouth, you go ahead and boop, pop them just like Nancy said, if you run up in here, I'm gonna punch them, I'm gonna go to jail, but I'm gonna be happy you know what I'm saying, <laughs> like, the lesson will be learned, um but like I understand she was calling us niggas. I understand she's going, but that's what everybody's focusing on. All oh, the race. I don't honestly. It's not what she said. It's the context in which she said it. These motherfuckers was all sitting in a city council meeting, purposely you applying their racist beliefs, and it wasn't just her. Their racist beliefs to the districts districting, trying to deprive black people of their voting that's what's important, that's why people sound ridiculous when they say, well, I don't care about their personal opinions, does it mean they're not fit for office, yes it does, because racist people get into office and do racist shit like sit in meetings and call people monkeys and niggers and oh well we're not gonna, and a co-worker see, that's the other thing I be trying to tell y'all, this is why I don't fuck with that POC shit, cause these motherfuckers will smile in your face, and act like y'all cool, all that fake shit, I'm sure she done fucking uh, joked with this dude, and she's calling his son a monkey, I don't play that shit man these Mexicans, and it's mainly Mexicans, the, the Dominicans and the Puerto Ricans, they know better, they, they try to play them, you know little racist jokes, like nah, I don't you I don't believe that shit, cause you don't want me to start telling the racist jokes, cause we got way more for y'all than y'all got for us, cause they think that shit is funny oh, you know, you nappy hair you monkey, motherfucker, you come I'm a monkey, nigga, you come from a place where y'all literally have no running water and I don't know, you know, other shit I've been around the world, I've seen poverty in other places, I tell American people all the time I know we broke here, but we ain't broke broke, like a lot of y'all motherfuckers just lazy and need to try to make something of yourself, cause America is still the only place you can do it some of these other fucking countries, that's why they all come in here, that's why I don't let them talk to me crazy about how we lazy and all, if we so lazy, why you can't make it in your country, if you got all this work ethic, why you couldn't make it in your country, why you coming here, you know what I'm saying, so, um I don't, I don't I don't let them, I just I just don't, I don't play that shit, I'm, I'm very because motherfuckers will try you, motherfuckers will, 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 will act like they are better than you, or they achieve something that you didn't, because, you know, well, Mexicans, we just work harder, no, no, you don't, first of all, y'all work harder in the worst jobs that nobody else wants, because that's what the white man gives you, okay, and if you wake the fuck up and stop taking pride and being exploited, you wouldn't have to work so hard, that's what black people figured out, okay, that's why we like, we not doing that shit, no, we gonna go lobby cap, we wanna be in the unions, we wanna be in this other shit, but that's not why you got, you, like I said, the Civil Rights Act of 1965, otherwise they sent your ass, it's just funny to me how you motherfuckers watch Trump stop these people from coming across the border, and don't get me wrong, I understand that a lot of us, and this is everybody, Latinos, Asians, all of us, that have been here for decades that are true Americans I'm of the opinion that we really shouldn't be letting all these people in because there's a lot of all these resources and money and shit y'all giving to these people, it's people right here in the country that that are being denied that shit and can't use that shit, okay so I'm actually, you know 
I don't believe in politicians pulling stunts and shit by sitting, but, but I do think that there, I do think that there is a tiny point on, not the MAGA side, but on the Republican side about, yo, y'all letting these liberals, t- I read an article in the LA Post, in the LA Times that they changed, uh, cause I was, I was curious, I was like, when that story came out, I was curious, cause I know LA back in the day used to be a black city, they had a black mayor, you know, it used to be like, one of the, I believe he might have been the first black mayor ever, I'm not sure, but I know they had a black man, I was like, what happened, how do we get to the point where you got these Mexicans up in city council calling people niggas and shit, like, how did that happen and, um, one of the things that I did read, is that these liberals changed the, um, uh, citizenship requirements of city jobs if you know history, you know the main way that the black people pulled themselves out of slavery and out of poverty was through the, the um, uh, Martin Luther King and them, the stuff that they were really pushing for was, they were keeping us out of union jobs, they were keeping us out of government jobs, they were keeping us out of civil service jobs, jobs that allowed people to, to, to be solidly middle class you have a salary, you have a government pension, you you can buy a house you can raise a family, you're not super rich but you're solidly middle class these are the jobs, so that we didn't have to be people's maids, and we didn't have to clean people's houses and we didn't have to pick cotton and tomatoes in people's fields seasonally and, and travel all over the country just trying to make a little money that's what black people were fighting for that's what that whole thing was for and I read that recently, in California they have changed the citizenship requirement so now you don't have to be a citizen to get a city job, so what does that mean? people who have lived in LA and California for generations and generations who could, you know, if they wanted could apply and become a city employee they they get they can't get the jobs anymore because you got all these immigrants coming that only been here 20 minutes and now they working for the city that doesn't make any sense, but you let these uh, y'all, y'all, when I say y'all, these black people in this POCs following down these white liberals who don't have the history that you have, who don't have the experience that you have, whose people didn't have to fight their way out of slavery and, and fucking get hit with billy clubs and all kind of shit just to get the right to have a city job, they don't have that background, and y'all dumbasses let them convince you that, oh no, anybody can come in, we don't, that's racist to have a citizenship requirement, no it's not that's how we fucking got a foothold in this country, and now you're giving it all the fuck away, listening to these motherfuckers who don't have that experience, and don't have that past, and gonna be never been blocked from any kind of a job, regardless, so what the fuck do they know? Anyway, I said all that to say I was not surprised, but we have to stop re- reacting. Everybody, that I understand you're mad that they called you Nick, but it's like that's the whole story about the actual slurs. And what I'm saying, the slurs is not important. You can call, they can call, listen. Mexicans and Latinos are calling us niggas. I know some of y'all get real upset about that. To me, it's just dumb. Cause like, nigga, what do you think you are? You think, you think. Yeah, just like I'm saying, y'all don't have any sense because you'll stand in a room with white people and and hear white people re- re- refer to us as niggers while you're in the room. But think when you're out the room and we're in the room, they not referring to you as spicks and wet backs and Mexicans and all of this shit. That's 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 what that's what the POC shit is funny to me because it's the it's the it's the lack of logic that they really think that you know these white people really like them more or really don't talk, you, you, you think you're standing there with a white man and he's calling other 
dark people who are not white slurs and being racist against them and shaking hands with you to block them out and then you think he's not gonna go across the street and do the same for somebody else to block you out cause he don't give a fuck about nobody, he don't want none of us here and that's, that's why I always say I don't get with that POC shit cause they don't fucking, they don't have no logic and they only come around when they think, they only wanna be in solidarity, quote fingers with us when they think it's a benefit we don't see, and, 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 and if I'm listen I always had to stay a caveat, because I know it's mad Mexicans, I know it's mad Latino, I know it's mad of y'all that get it, and be out there with us, I know that, I'm not, but y'all know who I'm talking about, y'all especially know the kind I'm talking about, because they probably in your family, I'm talking about them motherfuckers they, they, they don't we don't see them for Black Lives Matter we, when, when, when a black kid gets shot, they oh, well, that's not us it's not you this time but you think they not gonna shoot you the same way? They motherfucking Trump for four years was snatching y'all motherfuckers up out to 7-Eleven trying to deport y'all, and y'all been here for a hundred years. You born and raised here, and your grandmom and everybody else, they just and they sending you to Mexico. Bitch, I'm from I'm from I'm from Dominican Republic. I'm from Venezuela. Hey, you going to Mexico, all y'all Mexicans. And y'all sit and watch that for four years and think that it's not the same for you. That's why it's like it's not even worth getting upset with somebody like that about because they just they they knuckleheads so, but what I want to say is we need to focus on what they were trying to do it's the gerrymandering, they were trying to deprive black voters of votes so that they can have shit the way they want to do, it's not about being called a nigger, that's who, listen, I don't I, I'm, I'm a Hillary Clinton girl I don't give a fuck about your thought, I don't give a fuck about your mind if you don't like me, you think I'm a nigger you think whatever, I don't really give a fuck, cause like I said earlier, black people, we don't give a fuck about none of y'all we just don't, just don't get in my fucking way, so if you get in my fucking way, I'm gonna run you the fuck over, and that's just it cause I've been here too long, and my parents and grandparents and ancestors have bled too much, and gave too much it's the only country we got, black people more American than anybody, we ain't come here from nowhere else, I mean Africa, but they snatched us out in, in 15, 1600s and brought us over here, we don't have no connection to that place this is where we are, anybody this is, this is where our roots go, to the American South that's where every black person eventually ain't no black per- uh, and, and there's some I mean besides the free the few free blacks that were in you know the northeast but even them most of them ran up there they and 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 didn't start out free it's only a handful that started out free most every black person in America once you African American in America their roots go back to the American South that's our homeland this is our homeland this is our country we are native to here okay, and so I'm not with nobody that thinks that listen that divide and conquer shit is the oldest shit in the world, that's why I just be like, black people I've said this before, we too inclusive, whenever they wanna, you know we standing up for Latinos, we standing up for Asians, they don't never stand up for us though fuck them, the ones that's on our side, cool, you can come with us but like, we gotta worry about our own shit because when them people get a little something, they don't come get us, they only come and wanna be included when they think we get, so, oh reparations, oh well my great third great aunt, grandma was uh, uh, 18th of a black son, no, they don't you know what I mean, like, they not there in the fight they don't stand up, they only stand up what, what happens, every year the Grammys come on, or, or the Oscars, oh well where's the Latino movie, I don't know bitch, where is it, y'all so busy trying to play white in these movies, y'all don't build your own shit, you only got who, L. Lynn Manuel, what the fuck's name is, making them corny ass musicals, and somebody said the other day, how come J-Lo's um, movies, I said the best J-Lo movies, are the movies she plays Latino, problem is, them motherfuckers out in Hollywood trying to get cast as white women, you're not white, make your own movies, like make, make a movie about 
um, I don't know what it's like, I mean, we had someone back in the 90s, but it's usually about gang culture being poor, but make, you know, make your own shit, make it, why, why I gotta be a Latino Black Panther, make whatever the, I don't know, whatever the Latinos would be, y'all don't push for that though, y'all don't push for it, y'all don't, you know, it's only when y'all see black people getting something, you gotta understand for us to be able, for us to be able to get a goddamn Black Panther, I mean, shit, Halle Berry was the first one to win the best black actress since before that, it was goddamn the lady from Going With The Wind in the 30s, and it ain't been one since, for us to get to this point, y'all, that's the part y'all miss, it was a hundred years of fighting and, and taking bad roles and, and all of this shit, just to get there, y'all motherfuckers don't do that, and then y'all wanna stand up and we get something about, what about us, what about y'all? When, when, when we was out here, Martin, and again, I know it was Latinos out there, I'm not talking about y'all, but the rest of y'all, we don't see y'all out there, the civil rights movement was mainly a black movement, it was African American, yes they had Latino, but we didn't it was mainly African American, everybody benefited by way of because it can't, it wasn't just rights for black people, it, it was really, these are the rights that are already here, but they have to be applied equally, which is which is the whole point, it's not like we got any special rights, or they had to write anything in there, the shit was already in there, y'all was just denying us, that's all so I'm just glad that broke, because listen, when I was in LA, man, I listen, I, again, I, I hate that argument, oh, well, they're racist again, we're not racist against you, we're not racist, we cool with everybody, we going in Asian, Asian neighborhoods, we cool, we going, we're not racist against nobody, black people don't bother nobody, since we have been here, we didn't even ask to come here, they bought us here, and we still don't bother nobody, we don't bother the white people, we just want to be left alone, we just want to do our own shit, we don't want y'all in our neighborhoods, uh, uh, harassing us and, and trying to cheat us, we don't want to be able to go, you know, you come in and open in these grocery stores and, and hair stores and treating us like we not the ones spending our money, like we not providing a fucking living for you, you ch- talking to us disrespectful, we come in here s- s- buying money for you to support you, you gonna act talk to us disrespectful, but you smiling and cheesing in these white people's face, they don't even spend no money in here, this, you, in the, you in the ghetto, bitch this is black people helping you thrive and you gonna t- treat us like we less than you get the fuck out of here so, um you know I'm, I'm glad that came out, because now again, it's starting a discussion, never like oh my god can Latinos be right, like, yeah, of course, that's, I mean, no, technically they can't be racist, they don't have no power, but, like, we've been saying this, black people, we've been, we don't bother y'all, we don't have no problems with anybody, it's y'all, y'all come fucking with us, and then when we retaliate, you wanna make it the best of both ways, ain't nobody, ain't, ain't, listen, nobody black ever came in nobody Mexican or Latino's neighborhood and call, start calling nobody no slurs. We came over there, we tried to be cool with y'all, and somebody, because they thought they was going to get the favor of the white man, called somebody a nigga or monkey, and then Mayate said, y'all think we don't know what that fucking shit means? You get, get going upside your head, you gonna understand that we do. And, and, and we just retaliate. We don't fuck with nobody. And there's a lot of Mexicans we get along with, don't get me wrong. Again, like y'all, if y'all... <laughs> listen, if y'all know that y'all know who I'm talking about, don't get offended but y'all y'all know, listen, it was how many of them was in that city council meeting so don't act like you don't know what I'm talking about cause all of them was in there, that chick with that fucking stupid ass wig, I don't know what the fuck, her hair look a mess her, and everybody else up in there, nobody, nobody if that tape had not leaked, we would not know nobody, and, and it probably it might have been another Latino leaked, leaked that tape, good on you You good on you you wanted a good one, ain't, what, ain't that what the white people say, you wanted the good ones, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's, 
that's what I wanted to say about that, and that's why I hold my guns, when I say black people, do not correct me for POCs, I'm not talking about no fucking POCs, I'm talking about black people, if I want to include them, then I include them purposely, if they left out, they left out for a reason, because y'all don't be, or y'all don't be with us, um, alright, so, what I want to go to next, these two things are kind of related, so, I want to, so, the 40 year old bully, listen, Nicki Minaj has come after, after almost, y'all know I call her Monsterverse, a reason I call her Monsterverse, and I, I gotta explain, because I realize people, don't, I don't think people really realize, or people on Twitter anyway, I think I've said it on here before, I call her Monsterverse because I've never liked uh, Nicki Minaj, I've never thought she was that dope, I never got the big uh, hype over her, I think she came up at a time when all the best dope female rappers were retired, or moving on the TV, or moving on to, I'm talking about Eve, Latifah, MC Light, Trina, um, 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 Lil' Kim, Charlie Baltimore, uh, 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 Rod, um, what, what was her name, not Rod, um, the one, Remy Ma, um, Missy, even, um, Left Eye passed away, I mean, Left Eye not technically a rapper, but you know what I'm saying, like, the dope female MCs, Lauren Hill, she came up at a time, the Fugees, she came up at a time when those people had either, um, Eve had moved on to TV, um, um, Kim, um, went to jail, um, it, they just, it was a, it was a gap, there was no competition, there was no fee, there was none of the fee, Foxy Brown, so I don't know, I can remember, there's, there was no female competition, listen, if y'all know in the 90s, nigga, dipping on our Ninja Honda with Tanisha and Ronda, Fox, Boog, Lachi, always, hey, listen, the, 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 ladies first, it used to be dope, it used to be a whole bunch of dope females out there making dope music, rap music, right, and then, the shit kind of, the South really, that's what it is, the South kind of really took off, when I say South, I know Florida's in the South, but I think I've said this before, I don't really consider music to come out of this, I know it's Southern rap, but when I say Southern rap, I'm not really talking about Florida rap, because we, I, we fucked with Florida rap, Luke and them, be, because, and, because it had, it wasn't slow, like the, the, the other shit with the slow beats, and the slow raps, and the, corny ass, remedial ass raps the Florida rap was never like that Trina and them was always busting bars Luke and them was pop pop get it, get it. like so, to me y'all let me know how y'all feel I when I say southern rap, I don't really be talking about Miami rap I just say Miami rap, cause we listen to that shit, we listen to Trina, we listen to um uh, Trick Daddy, all that shit, it just wasn't when I say Southern rap, I'm talking about that shit in Atlanta, that shit in Houston all that country country shit, right that's, that's what I'm talking about um, and it wasn't none of that, all, all of the, I forgot, Trina just, I don't know what happened to Trina, I don't, she just, it just was a gap, okay, it was a gap, and then Nikki came up, and I just never, I mean, I'm not saying the girl didn't have some raps, it didn't have some punchlines, but I call her Monsterverse, because y'all motherfuckers act like, y'all, fa- all I know is when she came out, all her fans was kids, I didn't know what, nobody grown who was in the Nicki Minaj, all, they was all 16 little middle kids, I don't know, they saw the little, the balls and everything on her, and they had never heard Kim or nothing else like that, so they thought she was, you know, light or any of that, so they thought she was super fly, I never got it, cause I was never, I never thought she was that great, the monster verse verse, I'm like, okay, it's a dope verse, but y'all motherfuckers act like that's the greatest bars anybody ever laid, and it's just not, MC Light has, had 10% this, um, fucking light is a rock, MC, MC light has so many verses that your favorites quote, that you don't notice MC light, that's mid verses for MC light that's better than that, 
So that's why I call her Monsterverse. I'm like, y'all really get that girl a whole lot off of Monsterverse. She's not that great. I never liked her. Look, Kim came out, and Kim said what she said. She was like, the girl's jealous. She wants to be the only one. She does little shit behind the scenes. She's, she was like, I'm not begging nobody to pay me homage and none of that. You know, but... I, I tried to collab with her, I tried, you know, do what you should do, as the elder rap states one, woman, and she was just like, she's a jealous hoe, basically, it was like she a jealous hoe, and y'all, y'all, y'all try to make me out like I'm a hater now, but you gonna see what I'm saying, and sure enough, what have we seen, she got beef, Cardi, listen, Cardi B came out and, 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 and shook that girl's whole world, because, like I said, I never, I'm not saying she ain't got sales or whatever, I don't know, I'm, I I know she, they say she don't got no Grammys, or she don't got no, I don't know what the deal is, she don't got no number ones, I'm not sure, cause I said, I'm not a fan, and she got like two or three songs I like, the rest of that shit sound like shit to me, but whatever, um, but, soon as Cardi came out, Cardi B took over the world, that Bodak Yellow was everywhere, motherfuckers, blind, crippled, crazy was rocking to it, men was rocking to it, women was rocking to it, 70 year old grandmamas know that song, 30, everybody know, everybody know Cardi B, everybody, it's white girls that I would never think, no Cardi B, that no Cardi B, and I'm like, what the, what the hell's going, Cardi hit like a nuclear bomb, and that shook Nikki to a fucking soul, and she been going after all the young girls since, okay, and I'm tired of it, I thought it was corny, I thought, I thought, you know, we, everybody, we had a little split, but I personally, I really felt Cardi down on my soul, when she ran up on that girl, at the little fancy upper echelons event, and was like, oh, I'm tired of you, I, I dealt with you enough, and who knows, you know, we just know the public shit we saw, which was a lot, so I'm sure there was much more behind the scene, and Cardi was like, I'm about to whoop this bitch ass, I'm fucking tired of her ass, and ran up on her, and that bitch was pressed against the wall like the little punk bitch she is, which we already knew, because when Remy Ma dropped Sheether, which ended that bitch, which is one of the hardest diss records ever I've ever heard from a man or woman, that was, that shit was masterful, that shit was momentous, that shit was glorious, when that shit played for me the first time, I saw rainbows, and stars, and leprechauns, and I, I think I might have elevated like a half an inch off the floor, and, and, and it was just a, it was just one of the most devastating, ill-matic disses I have ever heard in my fucking life, I mean, it was one of the best in the history of hip-hop, and I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say that, and that bitch, who, her whole thing is she's the best, and nobody better than her, and blah, 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 instead of going in the studio, and making a diss track back, which is the essence of hip-hop, her bitch ass went and cried to the radio, and got, uh, and, and, and called Nas and pulled some copyright shit to get Remy shit take off the radio, that's fine, cause we all heard it, and I'm sure if you try to google it, you can still find it um, and it happened, and you didn't respond to it, and ever since then again, I never liked her, but ever since then, she's been a weak bitch to me, and I done heard every different person in the industry and they're not trying to tell me how she's being strategic, and no, she's going to, my, she did, she did punk bitch shit that's punk bitch shit, you don't call, motherfucking Jay-Z and Nas went back and forth talking about each other, baby moms, and condoms on the seat, and big monkey lips, and all this shit, and nobody ever called the radio, and said take it off 
off, they just, like, who does that, that's punk bitch shit, you wanna be the best rapper, you supposed to be this, nobody better than you, everybody gotta kiss your ring and pay homage, and you can't even respond to Remy, so, now, she's beef, she started with Cardi, no, 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 she started with Remy, right, yeah, yeah, I think so, her and Cardi might have been around the same time, but I believe she started with Remy, first, or maybe I'm getting that backwards, no, I think I am getting that back, I think she did start with Cardi first, and then she might, Remy got pulled in in some kind of way, but I feel like Remy just was like, oh, I see what you're doing, let me go ahead and dish you, right, because you, we know, the good sis Remy sat in jail for seven years for shooting a bitch, so, she's a little rowdy, right, so, um, yeah, so then Remy dropped a diss, and what's irritating me about the, the, the peanut gallery, um, is, hold on, sorry, I got my water, Mm. what's irritating me about the peanut gallery so now she, she she started with Cardi and she went after um who she go after uh it's all the young girls I'm forgetting somebody but now she on Lotto oh Meg was it Meg no did she go after Meg yes because when Meg and Cardi dropped WAP Nichols lost her mind okay Nichols Minot lost her mind that shit because here's the thing, and I've been said this, I was like, and Kim said this too, Kim was like, she wants you to, first of all, it needs to be said, Nichols Minot was never on her best day, ever, as fly as Kimberly Jones, when Kimberly Jones was out here doing it, all this rap shit, all this, y'all love niggas talking about puffy this, and puffy that, and shiny suit era, let me tell you something, if you was outside in that bad boy era, nigga, you was doing it at the highest, uh, highest point of niggerdom, okay, you was, you was peak niggerdom, you was elite negroing, okay, it, I don't know what it was like in the cotton club in the 20s, and you know, I don't know, maybe the jazz, I don't know, I'm sure them niggas was fly too, but I promise you, if you was out in the 90s, when the shiny suit era was out, when bad boy was off in the club, nigga, we was the flyest niggas anybody has ever seen, I don't give a fuck what you say, you put up anything against it, okay, and Lil' Kim was the, the queen B of all of that shit, she had the furs, she had the wig, she had the heels, she had the ninja Honda, she had Tanisha, she had Rhonda, she had, she had the, uh, Lady Marmalade, she had, uh, Gwen Stefani, she had, she had Mary J, listen, it was flyness like no other, and honestly, ain't been nothing, ain't been shit that fly since, okay, Nicki Minaj never, ever, ever touched nowhere near that, okay, I just, it needs to be said, so, Kim said what she said, everybody said she was hating, and I was like, I don't know, hating for what? Hating for what? Nikki ain't never been as fly as Kim in her fucking life, and I think all Kim was trying to do, like, yo, sis, let me show you how it's done, we can keep, we can do this some more, we can keep this going, because, you know, this is, this is what it is, and that bitch is a little jealous, insecure-ass bitch, okay? She's so fucking jealous and insecure, she went out and married a fucking uh, convicted rapist, to keep up with Cardi, who had a baby, cause she looking dumb, like she's fucking wild and secure, so anyway, she going after Lotto, she going after all the girls on the internet, and the thing that's really funny about it is, first, not only that she's twice their age, all these girls she going after 20, 20 years old, and they all got more sense than she does, and they all make more sense on the internet than she does, but she doesn't even witty enough, 
Like she, she her little listen, Twitter, if you on Twitter, you know. It's for the witty, it's for the smart, it's for the quick, you know, quick quick. You gotta be quick. You'll get eight the fuck up on Twitter. This ain't Facebook. Somebody said Facebook is for people that peaked in high school. And that is so I mean, that's such an accurate this ain't Facebook. Take that corny, slow, dumb shit, prayer quote shit over to Facebook. That on Twitter, you gotta be click. You it's 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 the it's the lunchroom, bitch. You eat or get eaten, right? and she don't have a range, and she's corny, and these other girls be eating her ass up, and now she hiring all these bots, and all these other people to harass these girls with her, with your corny, if you want to be a rapper, why the fuck you would let Nicki Minaj gas you up to go against Cardi B, when the smarter move is to try to get with Cardi Glorilla, who I, you know, don't really care for, but I'm, I'm voting for all the rap girls, because, you know, somebody like it, to, to get a hit song, right? So, now she's going on Lotto, and so, and again, this is what we see. All the girls that, that she go after say it's been mad shit, mad subtweets and shit behind the scenes. And she's a punk bitch. Like, Nikki's a punk bitch at heart. And punk bitches, they don't, when you bring the smoke to them directly, it's, 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 they don't want to fight. They got their security. It's, you know, they all, oh, I'm not, it's, you know, they do punk bitch shit. And then they get back on the internet. Now you want to be tough. Thumb thugs. That's what she is. So the girls come at her directly. And what does she do? She's screenshotting other shit. She getting her little friend. She doesn't address them directly. Or she, tr- when she tries to, it's very dry. So they pulling out voicemails. They bring, they playing her. And she's she just making you look stupid because everybody sees what it is. Lotto done calls you fucking 40 year old bully, which I thought was masterful because that's exactly what it is because you're really arguing with girls that are 23 and 24 years old and these girls and you're posting DMs and screen texts like a fucking 13 year old where really all it is is these these women, let me stop calling them girls because they still grown they, they're, they're trying to handle the shit like grown women and like professionals going to you directly like what is the problem, what is it that you want to do but like Cardi said in her videotape it's not about paying you homage because we all are, we all looked up to you we, you all was the girl that we was trying to rap like, and, and, you know, we giving you that respect, but you want somebody to suck your dick, and we not doing that, because number one, why? Number two, we don't need it. We came up on our own, see, Nikki has this thing where she feel like, she, you know, she the grand dame, and if y'all want to make it in this business, bitch, please, these girls making it on their own, they don't need you, because the, the game actually suffered with just you, because like I said, you wasn't that great, and that's not what hip-hop was. Hip-hop is, is, we want all the girls that can rap dope out there rapping collaborate, whatever, and that's what they all doing, and they making money Lotto on tour with Lizzo, and and, and Cardi, you know, she started out featuring, now everybody want fe- now she featuring on other people's shit Mariah showed up for Lotto, that's a funny story because Lotto basically was like, bitch, I came to you with the big energy and you ain't want to be on it, acting like I'm small time, and I, you know, you too good to be on my single, and wanted me to jump through hoops and kiss your ass, so I took it to the original Don Diva, and she was happy to jump on it, and I got Mariah Carey on my track, and one of the biggest tracks in the world, so fuck you, bitch, I should have thought of that from the beginning, I was trying to be nice, uh, cause I really ain't think Mariah Carey would ever be on my track, so I asked you, but you acting like a stink ass bitch, but here come Mariah Carey through, like, yeah, and that's not surprising me, cause like, Mariah Carey always supports the young girls, and Mariah Carey's a big fan of hip-hop, if you know anything about her, she likes hip-hop, so I was not surprised by that at all, but that was, that was a dope little text series she did to show that, she's like, actually, cause you know, Nikki's immature ass was posting screenshots, she was like, actually, look at her, this girl only mad because I turned her down for a feature, that's what this is all about, and the girl was like, actually, I asked you to be on the song, and you said no, so I went and got Mariah, and now I got a hit, so I'm eh, mad about what, right, it just, it was just not a fair fight, um, and I just think it says a lot, and then, and then, um, 
she tried some other shit and Lotto post a phone call and it was like, if you listen to this phone call, it's like it's really bug when you realize one of the people on that phone call is a 40 plus year old grown one with a child and a husband and the other one is a 20 something year old and you really can't tell the difference between the two and that's not no shade on the 20 year old cause it's just saying that this is this is, this is is the level of conversation that this bitch is on with a 20 year old and it's not, in, you know, I'm, I'm just saying a, a conversation between somebody that's twice your age they shouldn't be on the date, their, their level of, I don't know petty, I guess, is, they shouldn't be petty down to, to your level, the 20 year old is trying to be professional, and trying to sort some shit out and you sound like a fucking 13 year old on the other end, cause you being petty um, so I just think she's corny um, I don't know who she gonna come after next they said she gonna go after Gorilla next, somebody was like, uh, somebody said, I don't know that Gorilla and her crew, they look like they don't play, somebody said her crew look like they put locks and socks, so she might not want to do that <laughs> I just thought that was funny but I'm just glad that this shit is, I've been saying this, and again, when she was peak, all her little friends, all her little fans was 16, 17, so they calling us old ass haters, I'm like, I'm not a hater, I give credit where credit is due, if somebody is fly, I don't give a fuck how old they are, you know what I mean, I still, people say I be trashing music, I trash it because I think it's trash, but not because I don't give it a chance, I still listen to all the, I might not know the, the rapper's name, I might not know the song, I might not know neither one, but if you play it, I'll be like, oh, that's um Shorty Baby, no, that's little. oh, that's little Baby, whatever, you know, cause they all little. I don't know these fucking names, now, I ain't, ain't, it's dumb now, but, I'm saying, I might have heard it, somebody said the other day, they never heard a little Baby song, I was like, I've heard one song, and I know what he looks like, cause he's in the ad, and I, actually, I know a couple of his songs, and I know what he looks like, but some of these other dudes, I, I might not know their name, I might know the song, I might know the song, not know their name, etc., but I listen, I just don't like it, I'm not being a hater, I never saw it for Mickey Knight, but when you, oh, y'all old ass, y'all old ass, I'm like, okay, so I'm glad it's coming out now, like I said, um, Lou said this too, shout out to Lou, because when I said that, um, <coughs> sorry, hold on, when I said that, I don't know no, um, I don't know no grown-ups that, that lo- like her music, and he was like, yeah, and you notice that people that still follow her are still young, there's, there's still, because her fans, basically her fans have outgrown her, right, and I'm like, yeah, that's exactly, like, I'm sorry, I just, my point with that is, Cardi, everybody fucks with, all ages, Lil' Kim, Eve, Trina, everybody fuck with, all ages, young, old, everybody fuck with them, I don't know anybody grown that goes up for Nicki Minaj, it's all little kids and little gay boys, who, you know, go up for a lot of shit, that's it, so, how you this great, you, you know, you, who, who you think you are that all these girls that are, quite frankly, blowing up on their own steam have all surpassed where you ever got doing brand, you ain't got, this girl ain't got no brand deal, she ain't got shit cause she's a nasty person, probably, and it's like, it's not that great, these girls are, are, are Cardi and movies and shit, like, it's, I mean, commercials and shit, like Pepsi ass, all these girls are glow, blowing up on their own, they don't need you to bless them for nothing, and that's why you're harassing them, and that's why you're mad, and I said this too, when, you know, like we said about the GOP, people will project the bullshit they doing, and when she started calling, when Bodak Yellow was out, Bodak Yellow, a, 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 a song that took the world by storm, and she started saying that was payola, I was like, okay, because I was always confused, like I said, I'm like, I don't understand how this girl got, got all this all this uh, hoopla, her shit is not that good, 
starships. I get it, the little white kids like that, but like her shit is not that good. None of her songs, all her best verses are features on other people's shit. I her song, they're they're not that good. I just never. I'm like, I don't understand how this girl is that large. So when she started talking about payola, I was like, that's it, that's it. That's why she's saying that shit because that's what she been doing. She been playing payola. They been playing, but look, but, um, like Remy said in her rap, um, Young Money been playing, been paying to get your shit played. They've been paying to get you featured. They've been paying to get you on these stuff. That's why you accuse Cardi of that. Cause that shit, people's like, oh, she just saying this payola. I'm like, nah, 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 nah. That's not, payola is old as fuck. Most people don't even, payola is illegal, number one, but it used to be normal. But most people don't even know that term. That's a specific term to the music industry that usually involves radio. So when she said that about Bodak Yellow, I was like, sis, that ain't no payola. That shit that shit, you, you go to a retirement home down at Shady Pines, and they playing goddamn Bodak Yellow, that ain't no fucking payola, so I've been since then, and now, I'm like, uh-huh, because somebody said, they was like, yeah, how this song keeps sitting at number one, ain't nobody heard it, you ain't playing in no clubs, nobody plays in there, nobody fucking with this song, but it's sitting at number one, I see what you're doing, and now, that leads me into my next subject, um, and it's kind of related, but I just, it's a two pro, so y'all know, I'm not telling y'all I work at, but I work in the music industry now, right, in the, in the middle of it, and um, on the corporate side, I had, I had been doing stuff here and there, and like, I'm not making myself out to be no Clive Davis or nothing like that, but I ain't no amateur either, I know, I know a few things, right, and I'm getting more and more every day, and it's two things I, I want to say, I see a lot of stuff on the, on the Twitter TL about, you know, fans. Everybody thinks they're A&R now. Everybody thinks they're a manager. Everybody thinks they're, you know, a CEO. Everybody knows every a music industry expert and film and TV and everything else. Everybody's an expert now. And so I see a lot of shit on TL. I just ignore it because I've said this before. I'm a lawyer. I, I spend a whole lot of money and a whole lot to get these degrees and I have an expertise. Again, I'm not no Clive Davis, but I have an expertise. I'm not arguing with nobody. I don't know shit about shit. I'm just not, right? And I see a lot of shit on, on the TL about, oh, so-and-so's rollout. Somebody said they told y'all these, these terms, and now y'all think y'all experts. Beyonce is killing her rollout because she's not releasing these visuals, and it's killing. It's like, shut the fuck up. You know, I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. You know what I mean? And, like, um, fans need to stay fans. Okay, y'all think y'all know all these Diddy's robbing his artists? Y'all don't know shit about shit. Y'all don't know what these contracts say. Y'all don't know what these people sign. But Diddy's not robbing nobody. Diddy gave you a contract to sign, and you ran and signed it, and you might have got some legal advice and you that you ignored. Because let me tell you something about these artists. I did. If y'all listen to this for long enough, y'all know I started my own little firm. It was short lived because, um, I, I, and I tried to avoid music artists as much as I could because this is these are the ones you usually have the issue with but it was very short lived because it. I was like look I love, I, you know I'm fine to get a client and try to, you know, my, my goal was is like try to get artists when they starting out, you know, when it's just getting buzzed or getting on and, and trying to you know, help them build they, they, they shit up, but I, I, I quickly decided that that wasn't for me and that's why I went and worked where I work at now because it's like I'm not like I'm a, I'm a, I have expertise. I know what I'm talking about. 
I charge for what I'm talking about, that's what you come to me for, I'm not gonna be arguing with some artists about, you know, because they don't know what the fuck they're doing, and they don't Google some shit, or YouTube some shit, and they think that that's all it takes, and you wanna give me some fucking agreement, you print it out from LegalZoom, or from some other shit, that's a real estate contract, that really even got nothing to do with you doing, and you wanna argue me down about what, I'm not doing that, right, I I, I didn't, my time, that's not an efficient uh, use of my time, so I was like, nah, this ain't gonna work for me, so, but what I noticed is, you know, people on the internet, y'all have all, like, with the Khalid, I've said this before, the Khalid situation, like, y'all don't be knowing what y'all talking about, y'all don't know how these rights work, y'all, like, this whole thing with Mace and Diddy, I, I know this beef goes way back, but I've always believed Puff, because I remember, we all remember who were old enough, when they, Mace quit to go be a pastor, it was like, in the height of bad boy, it was in the height of hits, and I was like, it's no way that that nigga's recoup for all the money that was spent on, out on that, and I'm, I know he owed Puff money, and Puff even said it, Puff was like, yo, he owed me a lot of money, but if he seriously wanna go be a preacher, I'll let him go, but he owed me money, so now this whole beef, and then, you know, people said that, um, probably on the publishing side, and I don't doubt that, but I, I just was even, I'm like, I, I know how shit goes, and I was just wondering, like, do he, like, how much of that publishing does he really have, though, like, I'm sure he don't have 100%, does he have it at all, to where he would even be old money on the publishing side, I'm not saying he's not, I'm just saying that even that, I'm wondering if it's like, all oh, he's making it out to me, I truly believe that Puff don't owe him no money, he probably owes Puff money, and Puff probably just let him go, and now you trying to buy back your publishing for $25,000 and the nigga's not moving me at all because I let you go and, and put you know, 5 mil, 10 mil whatever it is, I just put that in the red to let you go, I ate that so I don't give a fuck about you back 12 years later, talking about yo, I offered you $25,000, nigga, your publishing is worth 50 mil now you know what I'm saying, so, and I already put 10 mil on the books for you, so you want me to, now you want to be 60 mil on the book for you, you know what I mean, in in, in the red for you, fuck you, and I'm just making them numbers up, but I've always believed Puff on that, because I I saw how that went down, and now that I'm in it, and on the corporate side, and I really see how shit goes, and listen, they've been throwing me on everything, so my learning curve has been very steep, and so I'm, I'm really, really, really getting knowledge of this shit, right, and I, I noticed, and I've said this before, but like, the thing that I've really noticed, like, every day, more and more, is how, I I see a lot of, I can put it like this, again, I'm not Clive Davis, or nothing like that, but I can kind of tell when an attorney on the, uh, so we, we're, we're the company, so we do the deal, you know, we give you the, whatever the deal's gonna be, we're giving it to you, we're dealing with you, when we're dealing with your attorney, dealing with your management, whatever the case, but as the lawyer, I'm negotiating with your attorney, usually, or, depends on the setup, I mean, I'm, I'm always negotiating with your attorney, sometimes directly, sometimes through, um, the, the business side, who's bringing the act, and it all depends on who it is, you know, if it's a very high profile act, then it might go through, you know, somebody more senior at the company, I'm not directly in touch with the attorney, they might negotiate the deal, because that's their role, but either way, I'm papering the shit, right, and a lot, and the, the issue is, I can always tell when a person on the other side has a, has either a, a very inexperienced attorney, or an attorney that's not experienced in entertainment law, because, and I've said this before, I see a lot of attorneys giving their clients bad advice, or advising them poorly, or because it, one or two things, either they're not experienced enough, or they don't know enough about entertainment law, and so they don't understand practically 
what they're doing, so they're just, you know, they out of law school, whatever, they read some book on the music business, and that's all they know, and so they get stuck on shit that's, they don't really have an understanding of how these things work, so like, without giving anything away, like, there's one artist that we've been going back and forth with for a very, very, very long time, that we're offering her, well, the first deal we offered was way, way better, but they dragged their feet, it took so long that we signed other artists, so the money that we would have had to offer her was just not there anymore, so it was less, and so we still gave a really good offer, and the term was like, I think it's three year term, and they just kept going back and forth, because they wanted a one year term, and I knew what that was about, because you know, the lawyer on the other side, the thing is, like, you have to understand, this is what I, this is, I'm tying this back to the maze and the Khalees and all the thing I said is, you have to understand, like, I cannot stand when people come to lawyers, uh, this is what happens a lot of times, that's why I say, y'all can't always say that Puff or somebody is robbing people, a lot of time, it's the artist and the team's fault, because what happens is the manager and whoever else, they will be negotiating with the, with the label, or the distributor, whatever it is, they're negotiating, and they making these deals, and they promising shit, or, or saying they don't need shit, and they don't understand the legal implications of what they're doing, and then they want to come to you with this goal, this deal they negotiated, and want you to paper it, because they don't understand, it's not just a lawyer's job to write a contract, a contract is not just a piece of paper, the contract is your deal, and you have to think, strate- you have to, it's the whole deal, right? the lawyer is, is the person that's really structuring and setting up the deal so it works for you, some artists understand that, some artists don't, so when you, here's the thing about, I, people, the reason why artists don't want to sign long deals, because they don't want to get locked into these long agreements I, which is totally understandable, you want to get locked into these long agreements, maybe that relationship doesn't work out, you want to be able to get out you know, you don't want to sign these 10, 11 album, whatever the case, EPs, whatever deals, you don't want to get locked with one company that long, perfect, but you have to understand what that means, a one year deal makes no sense to sign, for several reasons now I know what the attorney on the other side is thinking, the attorney on the other side is thinking the less, the less time we sign the better, because then we won't get locked in, but you have to think sis, what are you going, a year is not worth it nobody is gonna, first of all, the reason why we not sign you for a year, because the money that we have to spend in, is not gonna be made back in a year, so the deal doesn't make any sense, that's why the term is for three or four years, you have to get our money back, at least plus any profit, so we're not gonna sign you to a year, and anybody that's signing you to a year, you have to understand, they're not gonna put anything into you, because you're only signed for a year, so they basically, okay, whatever you can get from us in a year, whatever we can get from you in a year, we're gonna get it, and then we're gonna let you go, they don't care, they're not gonna build you, they're not gonna sign you for long term, they're not gonna eye anything to build you for long term, because you only signed for a year, and so this deal that this person keeps throwing back at us, they're like, can you shorten the term, can you shorten the term, we're like, no, we're not shortening the term, if you wanna go sign with them for that, go ahead, but we're not sure, it doesn't make sense, so this is what makes sense for us, and I see that a lot, and it's just attorneys like, you know, or they get stuck on something, like, like to me, your attorney advising you that the term is too long, that, that's an attorney doesn't really know the business they're in, plus we get, you know, it's like, what is the point of signing, tell me why you want to sign for a one year deal, what we want to get out so we can, you know, build a buzz and, and, and then, you know, leverage that somewhere, how you gonna build a buzz in a year? 
What what after you're with signing with us is going to have your buzz so high that you're going to be able to leverage? It takes six months at least, like some time to even get the shit out, and then we need at least another six months to market it. So we gonna do? Why would we put all that money and effort into it to make you buzz if we know you're going to leave in a year? That's why it doesn't make sense. So if somebody else is willing to sign you to a year, you have to think, why are they doing that? Probably because they're not, they're writing you off. They're like, fine, sign up for a year. If you want, to me, it doesn't make sense for, if you, all you want to do is, is lie, you might as well just post your shit on SoundCloud. What's the difference? Post your shit on SoundCloud, see you can listen to it, see if you get a buzz. You can do that in a year. I, I don't understand signing an, an agreement for a year. It just doesn't benefit you. So I see stuff like that all the time where I can tell that the lawyer on the other side is not invited, or they went and got one of these big fancy lawyers, like I told you before, and you're just one of many clients. You're probably not their main breadwinner, and they just want to, like, what's the fee? What's the points? What's the fee? That's all they care about, and they're not signing, and that's what happens with a lot, with like I said, with your Khaleesi's and your Mesa's, where, yeah, okay, we're going to give you a million-dollar advance, right, okay, but we're going to not give you, but we're not giving you no publishing, because we got to make that million dollars back, the only way we're going to make it back is with the publishing, and we're going to sign you in for 10 years, 10 albums, because we got to make this million dollars, you know, it'd probably be more like 10 million, but we got, let's say a million, we're going to sign you in for 5 albums, because we got to make this million this 5 million back, you know, plus the marketing and all of that, but it's a million dollars, and all they see is a million dollar advance, and I'm signing the bad boy, and I'm about to blow up, and so they sign it, and then they coming up 12 years later, cause they only produce four albums, and then they, and then they flop, or they want to go be a preacher, or whatever, they got into artistic differences, and the group broke up, and now you can't fucking, now you stuck, because you still owe this label six albums, cause you were so pressed to sign it, to get your million dollar advance, that's what happens, oh, they, Puffy took his publishing, no, Puffy didn't take it, it was in the agreement, that we get your, and if you smart, if you're a smart artist, like a Rihanna, and you sign an agreement like that, because you, you, everybody signs an agreement like that when they first start, because they don't have any leverage, you understand, okay, this is just what I signed, so how can I make sure that when these 10 albums, or however many albums that I have to give them, are up, I'm in a better position than I'm in today, how can I make enough money in that 10 years to when the, the agreement is up and they trying to re-sign me or keep me from signing somewhere else I have the leverage to be like, well I want my publishing, I'm not signing with y'all re-signing with y'all, I'm gonna go over to the, the, uh, Sony or I don't know wherever else, and I'm gonna sign with them cause they gonna give me 30 million they gonna, and, and, and they gonna allow me to have my publishing you know, that this, that's what you have to do, and a lot of them artists they don't do that and so they get stuck, and so that's, Puffy's not robbing anybody, Puffy's giving everybody the same you know, contract, and you have good lawyers, and you have bad lawyers, you have some lawyers that'll look at that 10 million advance, and they know as a lawyer, they getting 5%, so that's what, 2.5 million? Yes. Hey, sign it, bro, go, oh yeah, that's a good deal, go ahead, sign it, yeah, 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 big money, I just made 2.5 million dollars, now you locked in this fucked up ass contract, ain't got nothing to do with me, cause I'm a lawyer, my shit come off the top, I got my 2.5 million, good luck, that's what happens, 
and they don't want to listen, and then, and then the other part is, like, maybe the black lawyer, who gives a fuck, might be like, hey, bro, look, maybe you don't want to sign that, because look, right here, they taking all your publishing, and that's where the real money is, like, if you keep your publishing, even if you keep half of your publishing, this little 10 million they're giving you on advance, you gonna make that in the first two years, because of sync and whatever else, so, this is actually not a good deal, because they, this is where all the money is right here, but they wanna, you a black attorney, they wanna argue you down, and, and uh, and, but, but they go, I'm telling you, I see these motherfuckers, they march up into these white offices, and they don't, or they don't say a peep, they smiling, and whatever you say, and signing paperwork, and they don't question these white attorneys at all, at all, they just sign on the dot line, but the black people, they want to argue you down, they want to talk about your fee too high, and all of this and all that, so that's what I was like, okay, this not, if I'm going to be at a firm, it's not going to be a solo joint, it's going to have to be a powerhouse firm, where we can be like, yo, get the fuck out of here, but, I just, I wanted to say that because, like, you know, I ignore a lot of shit, because like I said, I be knowing people don't know what they talking about, people talking about, oh, you know, why don't Cardi and them make a diss track, like, like in the old days, okay, let's think about this, yes, on the old days, they used to diss on wax because they used to beef on wax. Because if I if I was a rapper and I had an issue, if I'm Latifah and I mean if I'm Foxy and I, I got an issue with Latifah, I'm gonna put that issue on wax. I'll put it on the record and it's gonna be played and Latifah's gonna hear it. And then Latifah's gonna be like, oh, okay. And then Latifah's gonna come back and forth. So yes, they used to diss each other on rate on on record because that's what they used to do. But if a bitch put a diss track out you and you don't respond, you go back. Why why now I'm Lotto? I'm Car and Cardi actually, so y'all act like Carly only be this dissing on the, on the internet, which I don't understand, cause Cardi done dropped a few so- songs, dissing that shit, and she don't respond, she put out freaky ass, what is this new shit out, freaky ass girl, freaky ass grandma, whatever the fuck it is, that ain't got shit to do with shit, so, y'all keep talking about why, did, why would I do that, why would I lotto, why would I Cardi, why would I Meg, why would I, um, City Girls, who, you know, getting hot, and getting on people's features, why I'ma give you that, that's what you want, you want me to make a diss song about you, so you can pretend like you super important, and you building all, all these girls, I don't got a career, that's what you want, why I'ma give you a spark, bitch, you ain't had a hit, that fucking whack ass song you put out is trash, you ain't had no good song since Safari left, it's the God's honest truth, the shit just been lacking oomph, I'm not saying he was writing your shit, but I'm saying he was really helping you out, because the shit has not been the same since, okay, why would I, no, I'm not, I wouldn't do no diss track against her either, for what? This bitch is corny, she's on the internet, she's doing internet shit so I'm gonna respond to you on the internet, why would I look like going into a studio, wasting my time and money to make a diss track for a girl to make to, to make her hot make a hit, you wanna you wanna diss track, you make a diss track, you make something that somebody needs to respond to you're not doing that, you're on the internet so to say, oh they need to make records, yeah they probably do, but I, I, to me that doesn't make any sense what, what, oh, the labels probably tell them it's not profitable, labels telling them it's dumb and a waste of fucking time, what are you gonna make a diss track against a girl who don't respond with diss tracks, she responds like a punk, she's not gonna make anything back at you, she's gonna be right back on the internet, so what's the point, I'm on tour with Lizzo, bitch, I'm getting the bag, I'm Cardi, I'm on everything, bitch, I'm getting the bag, I'm on Meg, I'm hosting and musical guests for Saturday Night Live, I'm getting the bag, fuck you, I don't need you, fuck, I make diss track for you for what? I'm in movies, bitch, I'm on She-Hulk, bitch, I ain't got time for you, like Rihanna said, you see that, I ain't got time to see that, Ew, I, who, who's clapping back on there, I don't got time to clap back on, I don't have time for that, I'm busy, so, that's, that's, that's what I have to say on that, um, 
she's corny, she's whack, I think it's funny that these young girls are just shutting her the fuck down, and dragging her ass on the internet, you're old, you need to go home, you and Tom Brady, y'all need to go home and raise y'all children, you especially, cause you got a sex offender that you, uh, as a husband, and you can't even have kids come to your house for trick or treat, so you gonna have to take them out to get the candy cause he can't, cause he can't be around other children so yeah I was right, this is a long episode I talked to you a long time, I got money in the bank so next time if I give y'all a short episode it just is what it is, no complaints um, you know, like me, rate me, I pre- listen, I appreciate y'all listening, I appreciate y'all retweeting, I, it's people that listen to this shit, I had no idea, and I have to be careful, cause I'm like, I can't handle nobody from work or nowhere else actually listen to this shit, um, so, but I, I appreciate y'all, um, uh, you know, again, for being patient with me with the sporadic posting, but I do be posting them, it's just not as, as regular as it used to be, but it comes out, I appreciate y'all rocking with me, I appreciate y'all waiting for me, uh, to drop, and, um, and I got a lot, like, the other day, I was like, you full of shit, like, the other day, I saw one of my favorite, um, podcasts, I told y'all before, is Triple T, and they've been kind of wavering, too, like, they've been kind of late, and I'll be looking like, god damn it, come on, man, where's the fucking episode, this is ridiculous, you know, and I'm like, how you gonna complain about motherfuckers be late when you be late all the fucking time, so I was like, yo, this how I feel when motherfuckers be waiting for your shit, your shit is late, so, anyway, I appreciate for y'all, uh, y'all listening and waiting and hanging in there, so, yeah, that's it for this week, um, you know, like me, rate me, tell a friend, God bless, good night.